trying to impress people is not the wave. I mean, if you've got it like that, you've got it like that and purchase what you want. But if you're just if you know you don't have it like that and you're just simply trying to impress people, that's not the wave. It's much better if you focus on being mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually well, because that's also going to cause you to be financially well. And this is a continuation of the last week's episode called Get Rid of Stress, Become a Minimalist. We were talking about um, overspending and relationships and friendships. We were more so talking about decluttering and I was going in depth about the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, spherical, and oracle bodies. In this episode, it's the continuation of overspending relationships and friendships. But before I continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step each stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those sides and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and that you leave us a fabulous five-star review of this episode. Share it with every single person that you know. If you're interested in any of my programs, that's on www.avishiel.com and you can pick and choose from whatever program suits you and if you're also interested in my spiritual readings that I do I am booked up with those um, and I appreciate everyone for signing up you can definitely see the link on my TikTok account uh, where everybody goes and I do frequent readings I also do them on YouTube make sure you also subscribe to my YouTube that is a v as in Victor I S H A I E L so it's me on there if you want to subscribe to my YouTube so last week's episode, we were talking briefly, I ended it with the um, overspending and where that comes from, where that stems from. And it before I dive into the fact that, you know, people are trying to impress other people, that stems from um, emotional voids. A lot of times when you've experienced certain things in life, whether that be um, trauma or maybe, you know, children used to make fun of you or maybe you've had to live without you kind of develop these insecurities because you don't feel secure. Now, if you look at the word insecure, in this case, it's not so much a weakness. 
Um, it's not saying like you're a weak person, but it's you're insecure in a certain area. And that's because in your early life, there was no security. You see where I'm going with this? So if you had no security in your early life, maybe you had to hustle throughout your your entire life. Maybe your parents made you get a job early. Maybe as a child, you had to kind of fend for yourself to eat. As an adult, there's this tendency to want to impress other people because that was an insecurity in your earlier years, you know, and this is what happens with so many people. Now, there's also another aspect of this, and that's something I want to dive in and mention because I've come across people who overspend because they lack self-love, um, and spending and buying new things makes them feel better about themselves because they haven't dealt with, you know, trauma they've they've gone through, whether that was abuse or whether that was bullying or whether that was a bad relationship, an abusive relationship. So a lot of people, they turn to material things. And I've been there. I've been there where I turn to material things. You know, if you work a crappy ass job, the first thing you want to do is, you know, I feel like I, I need to celebrate and I feel deserving. So even though you don't necessarily have the funds, especially working part time at a crappy ass job, like I said, there's a tendency to want to binge eat and, you know, overspend on clothing because it somehow makes you feel better about yourself and what I want to say to all of you who are listening in is whenever you feel like that, the first thing you want to do is not overspend on shit that you may not necessarily need. And this is the whole purpose of becoming a minimalist um, is seeing what you do need and knowing when's the right time to treat yourself. You see? So you're not like I said, if you have it like that, then go ahead and, you know, spend on whatever, but also make sure you're dealing with your your issues that you have. So instead of the first thing being, oh, I need to overspend, the first thing you need to do is evaluate. Okay, let's say you do work a crappy ass fucking job. Look at that job and say, is there some is this really for me? I don't really enjoy it. Is this my purpose? See if you actually have a specific purpose that you could be doing instead of that particular job that's causing you to feel like shit, causing you to feel depressed, causing you to want to binge eat on um, cake and donuts and whatever, ice cream. You know, see if you can sit there and really evaluate if this job is beneficial to you or could you benefit from doing something else, maybe create a plan and say, you know, I do work this crappy job. Maybe I can start my side business. This is when you want to be organized. So you want to make a short list. Don't overwhelm yourself with, oh my God, how am I going to start this job, you know, or start this side business. Start to create a plan where you can set aside time to write this down, write down this is what I want to do. 
These are my goals. This is how much I want to make so I can support myself. So maybe at your job, maybe you're making good. Maybe you make, I don't know, 100000 per year. So I don't know how you're making, what you're making a month. Maybe you're making, I don't know, three to 5000 a month. And you're like, okay, that's good, but I still don't like this job. Maybe for your side business, what you want to do is say, okay, so this month when I start my side business, I want to start at least making 400 a month on this side business my first month. Maybe the second month I want to make at least 800. And then the third month I want to make at least 1,000 to 1,500 and build up from there so you know you can work backwards and see what you have to do to build up that side business to start making your full-time job that you fucking hate a part-time job, okay? So let's say your job is not the issue and it's your home life, okay? What you want to do is see how you can either... I don't know who's the problem. I don't know if you maybe you're a a stay-at-home mom and you have a spouse and you have children and you're overwhelmed and stressed. What you want to do is create a solid schedule. You want to speak to your children and you want to create boundaries with with them. You want to set aside a time and say this is the time I can help you with your homework. I only have a half an hour to an hour at this specific time to help you with their homework. That way you're on a peace schedule and they're on a schedule as well. And I say peace schedule because the last thing you want is to be a stressed out mom for your children and a stressed out wife or girlfriend to your boyfriend or your spouse, whoever, however everybody lives, that is completely your business. I'm just throwing out random scenarios that I know people deal with, <laughs> okay? So that's what you want to do is create around your peace. What do you need? This is what you need to write down, and I want you to do it now if you're listening, um, I have Avian Filter notebooks as well. I'm going to link those notebooks in the show notes so you can go and grab those. So when you're listening to the episodes, you can write them down. What you're going to do is write down what you need to not be stressed. Do you need to go for a walk when you get up? Do you need to meditate when you get up? Do you need to go running when you get up? Um, do you need to, I don't know, drink water so you can feel energized when you wake up? Um, during the day, do you need to have another meditation session? Do you need to draw? Do you need to sing? What do you need to be your best self? And you need to put that as a priority because that sets the tone for the entire day. That sets the tone for how you deal with people in your life. When it comes to your spouse or your boyfriend or whoever you stay with, if you do stay with them, um, and somehow there's some stress, maybe you want to talk to them about delegating responsibilities with the children. Maybe instead of you taking out the trash plus taking care of the children plus cooking, maybe they could take, take out the trash. I don't know how you're going to work it out. Whatever causes you to be less stressed and vice versa, if there's you know men watching this, this is like mostly a woman audience, so I'm speaking to women. Um, but if men are watching this too, and you do all of the responsibilities in your stress, do the same, just flip it, okay, um, for you to talk to each other. If you have trouble with communication and that's the issue, what you want to do is sit down and learn each other's communication styles. If you're a more vocal person and they're a more whatever kind of laid back type of person, you want to 
come to some sort of agreement to where you both can understand each other because that is fucking stressful. And me talking about it, I'm getting a little aggravated because I'm like, I'm big on communication. I don't have, you know, any of those things, but just the thought of it is just like, Jesus, um, you definitely want to come to a common ground to where you're not stressed and they're not stressed. Okay. So that's what you can do. So targeting those things and actually eliminating the stress and to eliminate the stress, I think I discussed this in the first part of the series, you want to do a brain dump, okay? It doesn't have to be words, doesn't have to be proper grammar. You can just write down what comes to your head, put it on paper. From that paper, you want to put those sayings in a three to five bullet list you want to circle your top stressors and then you want to eliminate that stressor. That's why I have my 12 week each stress away program, because there's a lot of people who deal with daily stress and the daily stress is something I love to target because I know that if it's not dealt with, it will turn into chronic stress. This is why there's so many people depressed and stressed with anxiety, with borderline personality disorder, with schizophrenia, with a bunch of different things because they've dealt, they did not know how to deal with certain stress, whether that was from trauma, whether that was from abuse, whether that was from different things, you know, people deal with stuff differently and to have, this is why I set the program up so you can avoid that. And know how to just live a peaceable life. If stress does hit you, you know how to navigate it. For instance, if you have to, I don't know, if you have to remodel your home. Oh my God, instant stress, right? Where are you going to start? However, when I work with people and they say, oh my God, Avi, because they call me Avi. I have to remodel my home. What do I do? I give them a strategy to where they're like, oh, now I'm not stressed anymore. So they have the tools. Basically, you're given all of the tools you could ever possibly need so that when something does hit you, you you might feel a little overwhelmed, like a little bit. And it's like, oh, but I know what to do. Whereas someone who's dealing with chronic stress, that's you're overwhelmed. You constantly feel overwhelmed. Your body is constantly under stress. Your cortisol levels are constantly raised. And I'm sure your adrenals are going to be fatigued, you know. Um, so this is what so many people deal with. And this is this is why I help them with that. So instead of going to the overspending, you want to figure out where that depression is coming from, where that stress is coming from. That's making you want to overspend and buy shit. You know, a lot of people overspend because they're trying to impress or they or like I said, if you got it like that, that's a little bit of a different story. I'm more so talking to people who want to overspend to impress or who want to overspend because they don't feel good about themselves. You have to target that. This is what I had to do. And this is why I'm a minimalist now. I realize I have everything within and I have everything without because without is a reflection of what's within. So I feel whole. So anything else is just a gift. Basically, I know when to treat myself. I know when not to. And this is coming from someone who used to get, you know, if I had a thousand, I would spend 500 of it on a stupid ring 
This was me back in 2008 when I was like 18, 19. Like stupid shit. This is what I'm saying. But some adults do this. And I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm just saying that sometimes you don't deal with certain things. You know, I, I would never say that you're stupid for that. So it's just and this is why people are like, oh, my God, I don't have any I don't have any funds. Where did they go? I, I can't do this and I can't do that. And it's because you're spending on things that will give you that instant gratification. We're looking for long-term, long-life gratification. And in order to have that long-term, long-life gratification, you have to be able to target what is happening in all of your bodies on a mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, spherical, and oracle level. Okay? You have to be rooted and grounded. And that, that goes back to the chakras that I was talking about last week. When you're not rooted and grounded... This is when you are not really listening to your spirit because that connection is cut off. For instance, I'll just use a tree, for instance, and I actually posted something about this um, on my Instagram before this episode is coming out. <laughs> so the tree is close to the sky. It's closer to the sun, right? You know, the trees at the top. The bottom is not. Imagine if you cut the bottom of the tree off, the tree is going to fall. It's not going to be connected. It's not going to be closer to the sun anymore. You know, source, the source of life, you know, the sun, astrology, you know, that's, that's your sun sign. When people say I'm a cancer sun or I'm a whatever sun sign, I'm a Libra sun that is your sun sign. That's your source of life, your connection to the creator. You could believe it or not. This is my podcast, so I'm saying what I agree and affirm. So I'm using that as an example because that's how we are. If you are not rooted and grounded, you are not going to be connected. So your spirit might be saying, listen, hey, you might need to, you know, go within, maybe do some journaling. Maybe you don't need that shirt. Maybe you don't need that, I don't know, 1,000, you guys say cash, I say notes, notes worth of clothing right now. Is it benefiting? Because it's not going to help you. At the end of the day, you're going to keep overspending. You're going to keep spending, spending, spending because you think that makes you happy. What actually makes you, will make you, happiness is instant as well. You can feel happy and then sad within seconds. But that peace surpasseth all understanding and trust me I've seen it within myself I've been in absolute chaos you guys know my situations and stories somehow I've managed to have peace I've taken and trust it has not been easy at times I have not had peace I've somehow found it by working on it constantly going outside doing techniques obviously you feel the stress but it's like I observe it I don't absorb it all the time Sometimes, you know, I'm not perfect, so I'm like, okay, we have kind of absorbed that, kind of got to cleanse, kind of got to transmute that. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and be like I'm some, you know, perfect person in this world because sometimes you do absorb things. Sometimes I do absorb things, and but the majority of the time I'm observing. And when I say absorb, it's for a short period of time, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to transmute this. So it never lasts. That's what chronic stress is. Again, that depression, anxiety, 
and constant stress. So that is my recommendation for the overspending. I will also put my resources um, in the show notes and you could get the stress-free home guide if you want more info on that or my stress-less meal plan guide as well as my breaking through barriers and limiting beliefs guides and everything that's going to be in my uh, the resources link that I'm going to put in the show notes. So in terms of uh, relationships, so I'm not the relationship guru because um, I don't go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And I'm just going to say um, from ex- from experience, it's best to be in a relationship with yourself because you won't need as much from you won't need the validation from a person um you'll you'll need their support it's great to be supportive but in terms of validity that's a high functioning anxiety symptom validation is a high functioning anxiety symptom it's mean it means that you're okay to be out in society it's okay to be around other people However, constantly needing that validation, that means you're not at home with spasmatic stomach laying in the bed all day. You're like I said, you're out, you're about, you're probably talking to people, but validity is a high functioning anxiety symptom. And this is why when you don't work on yourself and declutter and minimize those uh, that toxicity within you and those traumas, you will tend to be codependent on a partner and you will need validation from them. And what I mean by that, I'm not saying that your partner shouldn't be calling you beautiful or saying you look amazing, but it's the fact that you need to know you look amazing. And when you get in a relationship, you should look good for yourself, you know, But you shouldn't want him to validate what you should wear, what you should do, unless you ask them, you know, unless you're there's a thin line between, oh, how does this look? And I'm doing this for him is what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? If you get a bob in your hair because you like the bob cut, get the bob cut. Don't get the bob cut because, oh, my husband likes bobs or my boyfriend likes bobs and you didn't like it. I could see if you both came to a consensus. I hope you you guys can decipher what I'm saying. Do things that you love. And if he says, oh, my God, that looks amazing, that's great. But don't look for him to, like, validate your very existence because that's not a relationship. That's a codependent, a codependency. And everything that person does, you're going to end up getting mad at them for because you did not do your inner work. Now, if you're willing to do the inner work and be in a relationship, then fine. But if you're just looking for someone to be drained because you don't want to do the inner work, now you're being a narcissist to your boyfriend or to your husband. Women can be narcissists too. Trust me. And vice versa. If he's in a relationship and everything, you have to validate his very existence you know, he he can't appreciate just a compliment. He has to, you know, then that's not a relationship. That's a codependent partnership. That's a trauma bond. That's what that is, okay? So you want to make sure 
that you're decluttering, that you're you're in a relationship that will add peace to your peace. And if you're not, if you're someone with anxiety, if you're someone who's going through trauma, if you're someone with um, a mental disorder, you are still deserving of being in a relationship. But it's going to take you being self-aware, though. Okay, I'm not saying that I would never say that. And I hate when people say you have to be healed before you get in a relationship. What they should say is you shouldn't be a fucking narcissist before you get in a relationship because that's a shitty person. A narcissist is a shitty fucking person who does not deserve who does not deserve to be in a relationship because they want to control you. They want to drain you. They never want to pour into you. When you get in a relationship, make sure you are willing to declutter your mental, emotional, physical and spiritual um, houses, I want to say. Like I said about the chakras, I see various um, I see balls in each chakra center and it's like a house. What is being housed in each of those chakras, which are connected to your organ systems? What's being housed in your root chakra at your base, where the pelvis area is? What is being where your reproductive is? What is being housed there? What is being housed in your heart chakra? What is being housed in your where, where your third eye is? What is being housed there? Be willing to go deep. Be willing to learn lessons from the person, but don't depend on them to solve your problem. Be willing to activate your problem. Be willing to get to the root of your problem. Be willing to talk about your problems, but don't have someone deal with your issues and say, here you go, go deal with them. Yeah, I know I projected onto you. Who cares? Who gives a shit? That's a narcissist. You have to know how to be able to present what you're going through without draining the fuck out of someone because that's not fair. And this goes for men and women. I'm not a... Um, feminists where everything's the man's fault because there are some shitty ass women as well as shitty ass men. There's a lot of shitty people. There's a lot of beautiful people as well though. And I think we can create beauty when we are willing to be self-aware. Be self-aware of your toxic shit because no one's going to put up with dealing with your toxic shit all the fucking time. And I'm so passionate about that because I have dealt with people with toxic ass shit. And this is why I don't deal with people who come with toxicity because I had to deal with my own toxic shit. I'm like this with myself and I have fought so fucking hard for my peace. Now I know there are people who are going to be, who are going to be cranky some days and who are going to be, you know, Everybody's not going to be perfect. No one's saying to like walk on eggshells and talk like this. No one's saying to do that. You know, you're going to have days where you're just like, I need to be left the fuck alone probably. And that's fine. But I'm saying 24 seven, just being a toxic piece of shit. No, stay by your damn self because no one should have to deal with that. People are dealing with their own shit. And this is why you can't be codependent. I always like I always say the liver is not connected to the foot because it's not going to work when you create a codependent relationship. You're you're connecting your liver to your fucking foot. That's not going to work. You can't do that. OK, you have to be willing to 
be together separately at the same time. And I'll say that again. When you're in a relationship, you have to be willing to be together separately at the same time, recognizing that although you are one, you are also whole within yourself. When you even though you are one, you are whole within yourself. They don't have the same thoughts as you. They don't do the same things as you. You may be similar, but you are still two different people. Get it? So they can't come inside your head. Maybe they have telepathy, but they can't come inside your head and say, okay, let me get rid of this thought for you. Let me get rid of this for you. They can help, but don't expect them to like solve your whole fucking life. Okay. So I hope that's self-explanatory. So in terms of relationships, that's what you want to do. You want to minimize as much clutter as possible. If someone's not giving to you, then you need to reevaluate that relationship. If they're just giving you headaches, if they're just giving you abuse, if they're giving you trauma, you want to evaluate if you're going to stay there or if you're not. And that all depends on your self-love. Self-love is going to say, I need to get out of here. Self-love is going to say, yeah, I'm probably scared because this person is abusing me, but I may lose my life if I'm with this person. What resources do I have? If you need, if you are dealing with that, send me an email. Send me an email or, and obviously reach out to someone who can help you get out of that situation like if it's serious you're gonna have to call obviously the emergency the emergency numbers the powers that be for that okay because I'm, I'm also not going to take on the burden of that but I'm saying if you need direction like if you need a push for someone to say call the emergency call the whatever authorities I'm going to give you that push to call that because I'm, I'm you know I'm not going to say oh you know just stay no I'm not going to tell someone to stay in an abusive fucking relationship. If it's abusive, you need to leave. But that all depends on your self-love and your empowerment. If it's not abusive and it's just like just heavily toxic, you're just not on the same page, you need to figure out, is this going to be beneficial to my life? And that's how you minimize and increase your, that's how you stress less and you increase your peace. So that's what I have to say about relationships. So I hope that was helpful. Now we're moving in to friendships. What you need to do with friendships, if you haven't gotten my You Are the Interviewer cheat sheet where I show you how to set specific boundaries, this ties into relationships too, I guess. You have to know what your boundaries are and you need to make people aware of your boundaries. If they're not aware, they're going to overstep them. And then you're going to be sitting there like, I just feel so drained. I feel so used. I feel so it's like, but you also have the responsibility to let people know what your boundaries are. If you don't like people, I don't know if you don't like people cutting you off while you're talking, you need to make that clear. If you don't like people um, raising their voice at you for no fucking reason, you need to make that clear. If you don't like play hitting, you need to make that clear, like make everything clear up front. And if you forget, that's fine, but it's communicating effectively what you like and what you don't like is going to be truly beneficial in a friendship and in a relationship because people, they, it's like, I think everybody has a contract. Like I say with people, you have the choice to either deal with me or not deal with me based off of the boundaries that I'm setting. 
And I'm not going to care if you decide not to deal with me or deal with me because that's fine. I know what's meant to be is meant to be. And I know I'm focused on my purpose. So if you're not on the same path or same wavelength as me, that's completely fine. I'm not going to care because I'm connected to the creator, spirit and angels. So I know my path and my purpose. And many people know when you know your path and your purpose, you don't care who leaves because you have the it's it is what it is. What's meant to be will be mindset. So you can't be fearful of people leaving, of people coming, whatever it's meant to be. You just have to surrender sometimes to that. But being upfront and letting people know, like, listen, this is how I am. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. You don't have to be confrontational to start an argument. I mean, sometimes it gets that way. But just let people know so, so that if they do it, then you know that they're disrespecting you and you get to fire them. If they do respect you, then you can continuously keep them on the job. That's how everyone should be. I should be like that with people. They should be like that with me. If I didn't pass, I'm not going to give a damn. That's the thing. Sometimes people want you to care, though. I'm not. If you want me to ever care, I'm not going to care about someone leaving my, my life. This is coming from someone who has lost so many relatives and so many close people to me that you leaving is like, I'm so fucking immune to that. It's not even fucking funny. It's, <laughs> I'm like, okay. You know, it's not being heartless. It's just like, listen, I'm at peace. Sometimes when people don't have peace and they don't have balance, when you present them with balance and peace, they're like, oh, she's a heartless bitch. She don't even care. It's like, I, I'm not going to care because what's meant to be is going to be. If that makes me heartless, then so be it. Maybe you're the heartless one. You know, you just got to check and discover that. So it's just it's just knowing what your boundaries are and being able to communicate with people, like I said. So it's important to have that. Um, how can you determine if someone is a good friend? Well, are they supportive of you? Do they support your businesses? Um, if they don't necessarily like your business, like I know if someone has like a Girl Scout cookie business, I'm not going to fucking support it because I don't eat those cookies. Those are detrimental to my health. I'm not going to be fake for anybody. You know, I may make a donation to their business, but I'm not I don't want the cookies. You see what I'm saying? I may make a donation and just say, here, I just want to give it to you. You don't have to put it towards the cookies or something. Um, do they like your business on social media? Are they um, do they share it with other people? You know, those are real friends. It's funny. I was seeing TikTok and there's there's this um, and I've done it. It's like the BGC drama effect where it's like when your friends say, why aren't you famous yet? And someone says, well, did you share my stuff? Did you share my stuff? And I'm like, you know, that's completely funny. But at the same time, it's like those aren't your friends because they should be telling other people about your businesses if they support it. You know, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't support holistic health, like what the fuck I'm doing. But, you know, if they support it, then they should be sharing it with with other people or, you know, at least liking what you're doing and complimenting you and encouraging you. So are your friends supportive? Do they uplift you? Do your friends never compliment you? Because that's a big one. I have some placements where I'm like, 
you could uh, compliment something. I compliment myself all the time, so I don't need the compliments. But you also have to be self-aware that sometimes people don't compliment you because they may have insecurities and jealousy. And that's not a friend you want in your life because it's natural for a friend to compliment you. They don't have to do it all the time because no one's going to deal with fake shit either. But I mean, you don't like anything. Bye. Like that's <laughs> that's how I am. You have to know. If people are for you or if they're against you. So some some people are fooled by, and I don't want you to be fooled. Don't be fooled by people who may hug you and people who may smile at you. It's like, what do they do after that hug and smile? When you were broke, did they give you a bag of fucking apples? That's That's the kind of friends I'm talking about. When you were broke, did they give you a bag of fucking apples? Or did they let you starve? When you were building your big business back up, did they support it? When you needed a ride, did they ride you somewhere or were they like, no, I can't fucking do it all the time? Because I know people can't do that all the time. That would be like selfish for someone to just up and, you know, do that for you all the time. It's like you have to solve some of your fucking problems. But if someone's just like, no, I can't do it. Or if they don't respond to your messages ever, cut them off. Like there's no question. The problem that people have with cutting people off is that, again, That goes to that emotional void, that emotional loss. I need, I need, I need. No, you need love. What they're giving you is energy vampirousness. And that is another fucking word that I make up, made up. That's what they're giving you. You don't need energy vampires. You need love. And that love's going to have to come from you first so you know what love you want to receive. You know, before I used to put up with energy vampires, I used to feel fucking drained. I gained 20 pounds and ate a bunch of cheesecake dealing with fucking energy vampires. You think I'm going to deal with that shit now? I put myself first all the fucking time. I cut people off like nobody's business and I don't give a shit. And again, people may say that's heartless. That's not heartless. That's protecting my energy. A lot of people are not self-aware And they project and they think you're the problem because they're refusing to deal with themselves because they don't think they have anything to deal with. And you're left feeling like a fucking victim and you're left feeling like shit and you're left feeling not good enough. No one's ever going to make me feel like that ever a motherfucking again. So this is why I let people go like it's nobody's business. I may not want something bad to happen to you. No. I'm just not going to care. I'm not going to focus on you. You're out of my memory. Like a memory foam mattress. (laughs) You're out of my memory, period. I'm just not going to think of you. I don't care what you're doing. I don't give a fuck because my where your energy goes or where your focus goes, energy flows. We all know that. My energy is not flowing to you because I have good energy. You don't deserve my good energy when you have bad energy. I'm not meddling in your karma. That's how my mind works. See, when you're elevated, people don't think that you're a loving person. I was loving. I'm very loving person. I'm a very kind person. People did not love me and respect me the way in which I wanted to. Now, I'm not saying your love language has to be the same as mine. I like giving gifts. I like communicating. Other people may like, if this is a relationship, other people may like sex and they may like giving gifts. That's your love language. Other people, if this is a friendship, they may like um, texting and complimenting. 
they may not cry and show emotions. Like I'm not saying your love language has to be the same. I'm saying your respect and the energy should be reciprocated in a loving way. You know, no one should be constantly giving, 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 giving. Now, if someone's in the hospital, they're on the hospital bed, don't expect them to do shit. You probably have to, you know, kind of give, 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 give at this point. I'm not saying that. But if this is just like a friendship where one person is just giving, 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 giving and not giving anything, cut the fucking friendship off. Save your funds, save your energy, save your life, because stress is the number is one of the number one killers. Everybody deals with some sort of stress. Okay, so this is going to protect you from energy vampires. This is going to protect you. Stay away from people. You have to constantly translate who you are. I read I read everything. I read objects. I'm intuitive. I, I talk to creator spirit and angels. Pe- a lot of people that I did grow up with don't understand that. I'm not going to translate it for you. If you don't understand it, then you're not going to understand it. You don't want to understand it. You have a different belief. We're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to leave you the fuck alone. That's it. That's it. I'm done. There's nothing to talk about. I'm not going to be disrespected for what I do and how I function. And you shouldn't be disrespected for how you are as a person. If you're more quiet and you like to draw, no one should come harassing you and saying, why are you so fucking quiet? I'm sick of you being quiet because people are like this. People are like this. I'm not saying people were like that with me, but people are like that with people who are quiet and they're more introverted. And you don't have to explain a damn thing to any fucking person if you are doing your purpose and you are in alignment. Okay, if you're doing what you love, don't explain yourself to anybody. Just cut them off. Live your life declutter become a minimalist you could get rid of stress so i hope this episode was helpful to you uh have an unfiltered day and i will see you next week